0: There's a famous phrase in football says, oh, he's just a kicker. Uh, but we found out how important the kickers are this, uh, this last week in the playoffs, didn't we?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think this was a, one of the best weekends, if not the best weekend of playoff football there was. And when you get into these close games and these playoff games, you want to have that kicker you can rely on, that clutch kicker that can make the game-winning field goals. I mean, you've just seen, if you think about Tom Brady and his career of winning Super Bowls, And getting there, how many of those came down to Vinatieri's leg at the end? Um, That, you know, all those great two minute drills that he had with these last drives to get into field goal range wouldn't have really mattered if he didn't have the kicker that could, uh, you know, finish him with a kick. So it's huge. And um, it's just as important in CFL as the NFL, too.
0: It's amazing how all four games had uh, basically a walk off kick, three to win it and one to tie it and send it into overtime. Uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, best weekend of football I think anybody's ever seen. Oh, yeah. And the,
1: the, the way it finished, too, with the Bills-Chiefs game, you couldn't ask for anything more. Honestly, I think uh, every fan of football would have loved if that game never ended.
0: Yeah, for sure. That was uh, It's probably better than the Super Bowl is going to be. I mean, was it the best game you've ever seen, or the best, one of the best games you ever remember watching? It's definitely one of the best I ever remember
1: watching. Um, I mean, you, it's rare you ever get a performance like that from both quarterbacks. You get so many lead changes just in the last two minutes of the game, Um, some just incredible throws and routes. and um, I mean, defense is great and all, but it's obviously more fun for fans to see that kind of explosive offensive attack and unstoppable passing attacks at the end of the game.
0: The quarterbacks uh, made plays under pressure. I mean, the third down conversions, the fourth down conversions, the points when you absolutely needed them, the plays when you absolutely needed them. They just – they didn't run out of gas, either one of them.
1: No, you just knew whichever whichever one was going to get the ball in overtime to start, it was going to win. Because, I mean, at that point, there was no stopping either of them. They were hitting every single throw, making every read. I um, mean, even, you know, the Bills going for it on what was like fourth and thirteen. Um, down in the red zone when they threw a touchdown pass. I mean, who does that kind of stuff? It's just incredible.
0: Yeah, they both did it with their arms. They both did it with their with their legs and mostly with their brains because they, they as you said, they read everything. It, it, they made it look easy.
1: Yeah, and you know, I I, I think last week I talked about like this was uh, this Allen Mahomes matchup might be the you know this next generation's manning brady matchup that we're going to you know look forward to every season for the next decade and uh and i think it could even be better you know honestly because it's, it's this next generation of quarterbacking that both of them share with this incredible arm talent and athleticism um and it just it's so exciting and fun to watch and i think that both of them are going to be playing at this level against each other in the playoffs every year uh you know probably for a long
0: time it's pretty fun to watch a quarterback when he's in a zone like that. And then to get two of them in that same zone in the same game is, is just incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, you went, uh, two for four, uh, over the, uh, over the weekend, uh, uh, you went, uh, five for six week one, two for four. So you're seven for 10. So that's 70%. That's pretty good. That'll get you in the hall (laughs) of fame. If you're, if you're, uh, if you're hitting 70%, so that's okay. Uh, let's, let's look ahead to this week. Um, is there one or two ga- one of these two games that you're looking forward to more than the other?
1: Yeah, I would say it's definitely the uh, the AFC matchup, just because getting to see Mahomes again, going against Joe Burrow, who's been so great, and you know, the Bengals are probably the hottest team over the past month or two. Uh, they have a ton of momentum that they've built, and their team just kind of seems like they're playing with a confidence and a swagger that's really tough to beat. And uh, I think we might get another, you know, incredible showdown like we did last week with the Bills and the Chiefs um, of, you know, two quarterbacks that hopefully are both on fire and, and you know, give us a show to watch. Um, so the AFC game is definitely the one I'm looking forward to the most. However, the, the NFC game I know is going to, you know, be exciting, two great defenses, great coaches. Uh, but I think that whoever wins this AFC championship game is probably going to win the Super Bowl as well.
0: All right. Uh, before we move to the NFC game, let's talk a little bit more about the AFC. You've been uh, you've been banging the drum for Joe Burrow since we started doing this. Uh, you you really like what this kid's got?
1: Yeah, I do. You know, I feel like one of the most underrated qualities of his are just kind of one of the things that are looked over in quarterbacks is uh, you know their leadership and what they bring to a team outside of the physical attributes you might see on the field. I feel like he brings just a confidence. Um, you know, to the locker room and to the field on the sideline, uh, just kind of the way he carries himself and the way that he leads the team um, and the play, he plays the game that just makes everybody better. Um, and, and, you know, you see it, I think from their defense, from their, even from their kicker, you know, going out onto the field, knowing he's going to make that last kick and send him to the AFC championship game, um, you know, last weekend. And I think that's just something that's, you know, not talked about enough. And I think that You know, it goes beyond him just being a really good quarterback. He's made this Bengals team so much better. Everybody's playing at a high level. Guys who didn't, you know, before in their careers are now playing at a pro bowl caliber level. So, um, you know, that's going to make their team really uh, tough to stop.
0: All right. So I think we're we're both in agreement that it'll be a really entertaining game and and should be a good game. Who are you picking and why? I'm picking the Chiefs,
1: um, and I think it's – Mainly because of the the Bengals' one weakness being their offensive line and their ability to protect Burrow, I think when you look at that Chiefs pass rush, especially with Chris Jones and his ability to collapse the pocket from the inside on almost every single play, um, I can just kind of see him running through that offensive line and you know causing a lot of problems for the Bengals passing attack. Over, I think the Bengals are gonna you know, do some great things in offense, keep the game close, hopefully make it high scoring. Uh, but the Chiefs are, I think, just unstoppable right now with their offense. And I think the Bengals' pass protection isn't going to be enough to give Burrow a chance to, you know, go score go score for score with, uh, with Mahomes.
0: Is there any way a quarterback who played as well as Patrick Mahomes did last week has a drop off? I, I don't know you can't, I don't know if you can play as well as you played last week, but can you still come out? Is there, is there more of a drop-off opportunity and a chance that he might, might lose something during the week because he was so good last week? Or does that momentum carry over for a QB?
1: Yeah, I really don't think there's going to be a drop-off. Of course there can, but I think for one, when you play that well, you can afford to drop off and still have a great game. Um, You know, you don't need to, Just because you played, you know, great one game doesn't mean you're going to come out and, you know, um, sneak it up the next week. And I think a lot of it is going to the momentum that you build with that kind of performance and that kind of finish will carry over Um, because you just look at the fourth quarter and overtime. I mean, how many drives now in a row has Mahomes had in which his team has ended up with points and drove the field and, you know, it at least three or four drives now that the offense has been on the field the last three or four times, you know, they've ended up you know, with touchdowns or field goals. And so that's just a lot of momentum to carry into this week. And I just can't see, you know, them being healthy that this offense
0: is going to slow down. All right, let's go to the uh, NFC, uh, the San Francisco uh, 49ers and the LA Rams. Uh, home field goes to the Rams but there is lots of talk that the San Francisco fans might overrun them because uh, because of the Rams relatively new fan base. Uh this I look at these two quarterbacks It will start there and and they're I don't know Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't do much for a lot of people but he's got his team in a position to be one win away from the Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford's had had a year that everyone thought he would have if he got out of Detroit. It's a kind of an interesting quarterback matchup.
1: Yeah, it is. I mean Uh, I'm really happy to see Stafford in a situation where he has a good football team around him, good coaches, good play calling. And I think the things are just kind of falling in place for him here near the end of his career where, you know, he was dealing with so much adversity through, you know, the first 10 years or more of his, um, you know, his career in in Detroit. And so I'm hoping that the Rams win. I'm going to be for the Rams. And I think they will pull it out in the end. Um, I think the pass rush that the Rams have with Aaron Donald and Von Miller is going to be too much for the 49ers. um, And it's hard to run the football on that defense. You know, the the 49ers make a living, um, you know, really establishing the run game, hitting the play actions and some of the passes off of it. And uh, they get creative with it too. You know, Shanahan is going to have some wrinkles and to try to open up running lanes and create good numbers in their blocking schemes. But at the end of the day, when you have to block Aaron Donald, he's just going to mess up whatever you think might work. Um, you know, it's not just like drawing up plays on a, on a chalkboard and, and thinking you're going to have the blocking numbers uh, to pick things up. Eventually, you actually have to block somebody like him, and it usually doesn't work out very well. So I think it's going to come down to trying to pass the ball near the end of the game, and I just don't think the 49ers are going to be able to do it.
0: They didn't even get a touchdown last week, right? So,
1: <laughs> no. I mean, they. I think they just really had the fortunate, you know, the the luck of how they performed on special teams—the blocked field goal, the blocked punt for a touchdown—and um, then their defense played excellent. And I think the conditions also played in favor of the Rams Cause whenever you're playing in the cold weather like that, it's going to be easier to slow down a high scoring offense like the Packers and keep the game close enough to where those few special teams plays would make the difference that they ended up making.
0: You mentioned Vaughn Miller earlier. Uh, he's a guy nice to see his, his resurgence. I mean, he had a great career in Denver and now he's just, he's just picking it up again in LA and he's having a great playoff.
1: Yeah, he is. I mean, I think pairing him with Aaron Donald too is, you know, a recipe for Von Miller to get back to where he was a few years ago before he suffered some injuries because now he's not going to be the focal point. He's not your double team, the guy that the running back has to chip on the way out, the guy that your tight end is chipping on the way out. I mean, Von Miller's had to go through a lot of that in his career where he can't just go one on one with the offensive tackle and get home. Um, And now, Aaron Donald is the guy that needs the double teams that needs the center and guard to block and that needs the running back to focus on shipping him because Aaron Donald just run through any kind of single block from anybody in the league. Um, so now Von Miller gets to actually be on the edge there and just go one on one with his blocker. And I think we're starting to see the result of that.
0: All right. So you got the KC Chiefs and the LA Rams meeting in the Super Bowl, correct? Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll talk in a couple of weeks time and uh, see who you like there. But first, we'll see how this weekend uh, plays out. Uh, Nick, thanks for this. Uh, as always, seven for 10 so far. We'll see how you do this weekend and Nick's picks. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it.